Hey, what's up? It's Brian Scalabrini, the White Mamba, also 2008 world champion Boston Celtics. Now, you're listening to the Boston Big Three podcast presented by Ride the Wave Media. Episode 39 of Boston's Big Three, presented by Ride the Wave Media, sponsored by 1100 per every week. 1100 is the only online raffle website giving fans an experience. You get a chance to win tickets to live sporting events, concerts, music festivals, and more. Whether it be from your desktop or mobile device, winning tickets to your favorite event has never been so easy and fun. Choose your desired event, purchase a raffle ticket to the draw, and you can be the lucky winner. We are here, full house. Brandon's going to leave halfway through the show. Full house. I uh, actually can't really see him. What's up, Babs? What are you doing? Are you not going to talk about our other sponsor that we just landed? I don't have an ad deal. Ad read. Well, you got to make one. Because we Babs have just tra- signed on V1 Vodka. Ride the Wave finally has an alcohol sponsor. Guess Boom. who owns V1 Vodka or is part owner of V1 Vodka? Our next guest on the next episode Ty freaking law, three-time Super Bowl champion, Pat's Hall of Famer, pro football Hall of Famer. Ty Law is coming on the Boston's Big Three podcast, the next episode, and will be a reoccurring guest going forward in the future. Sponsored by V1 Vodka. People forget that. Drink drink like a champion, play like a champion. Play like a champion, drink like a we'll champion. We'll come up with a nice tagline. Drink line. like a champ. Yeah. We don't have a topic list today, honestly. Like, <laughs> We're just getting the gang back together. Yeah, the gang is back together. Uh, I went viral in Australia today. <laughs> I want to talk about that. <laughs> so, How'd that happen, Tyler? I'm glad you asked, Brandon. So <laughs> this is what happened. Last night, 8 o'clock, Taco Bell, Penn State officially shut down. Downtown Penn State Taco Bell is in the books, wraps like six feet under. Uh, We found out about that early last week. So someone decided to make a Facebook post saying there's going to be a taco light candle vigil ceremony outside the now abandoned building. (laughs) I I saw that. I had to jump on it. And then I was like, sure, I'm going to go jump on it. Brought me and uh, some other people that I work with for my other media company, and we we hopped on the sticks. We get up uh, front row, up close and personal, and it is the wildest scene. I'm not sure if you guys ever been to a vigil. I didn't know what I was walking into. Everybody's singing songs, like holding candles out, like dropping (laughs) flowers off at the Taco Bell front door. So I take a video of it, and it gets 2.2 million uh, views on Twitter in less than 24 hours. Like. Uh, it's trending. It was the number eight trending topic in the entire world yesterday. The entire world was my video. Number you eight. Know, I was. Right, it went. It went. The Bloomberg election stuff. Taco Bell, Penn State shutting down with my video. <laughs> coronavirus. I'm like, this is world news. <laughs> this is world so news. So Tyler's now. bigger than the coronavirus now. You know what's funny yeah. is I was on Twitter and looking through the trending topics. I saw this before Tyler. Before I knew Tyler was the one responsible for the video like i saw that video like two or three times before you even told all of us that it was you <laughs> <laughs> it was the craziest thing i have ever been to in my life like it, it i can't even just make fun of the people because like everyone was just so genuine everyone's being <laughs> nice it, it was like a family member died <laughs> anyway so everyone starts hitting me up texting me all these news outlets saying like hey can we use this video blah 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 
and then I get a, a someone responded to one of my Twitter, um, one of my tweets, the original tweets, saying, "Hey, I'm from. Wait, let me pull up the exact message." To what I said, "Hi, Tyler. I'm from a breakfast radio show in Australia. Would you like to be interested? Would you be interested in an interview on air?" Uh, so I said, "Duh! Like if, if an Australian radio show hits you up to like go on their show, all no bets are off. You have to go on." So I mean, like I mean, I can play the clip. It's three yeah. minutes if you want to hear it. Uh, I always forgot it was like morning. So this is a three three minute forty six seconds. I'm gonna skip to the part I start talking. The breakfast radio. Decided to dial a U.S. number because we have heard some breaking news. Here it is. Over in Pennsylvania get around that okay and there is this video on twitter of these on students twitter. in penn state uni holding a candlelight vigil for the taco bell that has closed down so that's very dramatic the guy that has filmed this and put it up on twitter i'm sure he's been flooded with dms his name is tyler miller miller we've got him on the line thank you so much for joining us tyler Thank you for having me. I'm glad to uh, share the story of this tragedy Taco Bell situation that we have on our hands. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, incredibly sad stuff. We should probably give you some of this. Uh, <laughs> how long has this Taco Bell been a part of your town? Uh, I've been in Penn State for three years now. I'm a junior. I've been here my entire time in college. And then abruptly one day, uh, it decided that it's done down. Uh, no fair warning, nothing. Just the news hit us. Like, uh, we were running through a brick wall. Uh, someone decided they, they were going to do a Taco Bell vigil. So they started a Facebook group, invited everyone in the Penn State area. Uh, we showed up Sunday night, which was when it was scheduled. I expected to be not a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I showed up to go cover it for my news organization. Shout out PSU Barstool, Tosmo Follow. <laughs> but we shouted out our, our news station. We showed up. They were Dozens and dozens, probably upwards of around 150 people Jeez. willing to pay their respects. There's a candlelight vigil. Everyone's dropping off flowers, their favorite memories. <laughs> Early all in all, half an hour. Everyone talking about the Taco Bell at one of the biggest colleges in America. Yeah, I mean, this sounds like an atrocity. I would assume if, if, if Taco Bell is going to be eaten anywhere, it's going to be eaten at a college. So how does that business fold, mate? What, Late what night, uni snacks. a solid minute 20 left. <laughs> That's the biggest mystery that we have in our hands. Nobody knows why this is closing down. There's rumors going back and forth about uh, why this is happening, but there hasn't been a clear-cut uh, reason yet. We're all just waiting on it and uh, mourning in the lot. Well, Tyler, let me ask you this, because I know there's a lot of places over in America uh, that are a lot more relaxed on this than Australia. Mm. But we, over here, the devil's lettuce or, or some jazz cabbage uh, is, is completely illegal. Mm. Uh, what, what's the rules like around Penn State for that? Uh, in Pennsylvania, I'm not sure. I'm from Massachusetts where it is legal, but I, I'm not sure what the rules are in Pennsylvania. However, Taco thinking, Bell yeah. is a huge junk spot. So at 2 a.m., uh, you come home from the bars or maybe in a party or something like that. You're going to walk by it on the way home. It's downtown right in the center, and it's always open. It's good prices, so you want to go there. Uh, pop in, see a couple of your friends, get some Taco Bell, and then uh, head out around 3 a.m., go to bed, and repeat the next day. Well, Tyler, missing out on food is something close to my heart, mate. Uh, so, you know, just know that over here in Bundaberg in Australia, we're feeling your loss as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's a global phenomenon. I'm glad that you guys understand my pain from the other side of the globe. Uh, we're we'll <laughs> you, mate. We'll go have a taco today. <laughs> 
I am an, a, an Australian awesome. radio star. <laughs> <laughs> you are famous on Australian breakfast radio. This is the I've ever done in my life, and I cannot emphasize <laughs> This was the single stupid. Like I try so hard to make these shows funny, entertaining, just crack some stupid jokes, and Taco Bell does it. And that's the thing. That <laughs> I tell you guys every single week to follow my Twitter. I Tom Miller five a week. Follow it now all the time. <laughs> I, I tell you every week. Follow it. Oh, I'm not gonna follow. Blah 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 blah. I am dominating the Australia uh, radio airway. Shout out Matt Gordon. Perhaps you got a couple eye rolls during that thing. Understandable. Uh, I don't know. What, what are you thinking, man? Like, Boston ah. 3 is going global. We're Mr. Worldwide. Going worldwide. No, I, I think it was funny. I think that they were trying to give you a layup with the uh, the devil's lettuce, you know, the cabbage line, and I think you just kind of ruined it. I think you could have said something funny. So that's just me, like, you know, right there. But, I, I mean, props yeah, I mean, to you. I was thinking so many just what can I do to make people laugh? But yeah. they told me before I got on, like, you have, like, four minutes top. So I'm like, well – and then they started asking questions and stuff. And like half the time, dude, I thought it would be way easier to understand an Australian accent. So I was kind of like deciphering because the connection was terrible. I'm like, they could be saying literally anything right now. <laughs> nah, but it's awesome to see like you were, you were talking like, well, I just hit the one million club. I like, hit the two million club. Like, it's just absolutely nuts, you know, um, that something like that would go viral. You know, the world t comes together for Taco Bell. And you know what? I'm sure something's going to end <laughs> up happening with that Taco that Taco Bell ends up uh, reopening and like everything's saved. They'll, they'll have a follow-up with you. You'll have another chance to be on Australian right. radio. I, I was thinking this. I might just be a regular caller. I might just call in. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, what's up, guys? Taco Bell tie coming in hot. Uh, a Penn State correspondent. That's that's so it should be a T-shirt. You know Friday Beers is like the T-shirt merch? Oh, Taco Bell tie right there. T-shirts are on the way. Like, <laughs> oh, T-shirts are on the way. But yeah, I think I you mean, need to uh, follow through with this and do some more investigative work to find out why it closed down. You know, you need to expose yeah. this. Investigative journalism. If you journalism. think Taco Bell ties and becoming a brand, dude, like, <laughs> you don't know Tyler Miller. <laughs> I'm going to do anything for Bell. I Tyler, called him to Australia. I got charged nine bucks for that, I'm sure. Oh it was a three God. and a half minute. Like, I don't have an international plan. So it's like $3 every minute or something like that. I'm like, whatever. This is worth it. Cost <laughs> of being Mr. Worldwide. I didn't know how big this radio station was, so I hit up Matt Gordon in the chat, and he gave me a brief rundown. But we have friends here who are in Australia, so one of them asked, like some kid went to Australia back-to-back -back years, he liked it so much or something like that. And my roommate asked him, he's like, hey, what's the deal with this radio station? He's like, no, this is like a major station. It's like the local area, but it's like the Kiss 108, except like the Boston branch or something like that. And I'm like, I am an Australian clown. <laughs> Tyler, so what, are, what are you ordering when you go to Taco Bell? Nothing now. It's shut down. <laughs> what was your go-to yeah, order? Uh, cheesy gordita crunch, quesalupa. I mean, the Doritos taco. The 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 options were basically limitless. Endless. For six bucks too. That's Could like you, that was. You just named a six dollar meal. Now at Penn State, are you? Do you have like student points that you could use at that Taco Bell, or was it just completely? Yeah. Sad? So like most schools, you get meal swipes, but here you get. Like, if say fifteen hundred dollars, that's but what I every, high everything's too. discount. So you just swipe it. Is. But like, that's only if you live off uh, on campus. I live off campus now, so I gotta pay out of pocket. Yeah, because we when I when I went to uh, UMass Lowell, shout out River Hawks, same thing. We had a Taco Bell inside Fox Hall, and I think I had run out of my points within the first week. So then I have to pay out of pocket <laughs> after that. 
Yeah, Taco I mean, Bell's saving my meal plan. Like I started with a thousand dollars, and I'm I'm down to like three hundred now, and only we're only midway through the semester. <laughs> I wish I had a meal plan. I live off the dollar menu: mac and cheese, chicken, rice, pasta, just the basics. I mm. love food too much to not do that. I need to be on a meal plan no matter what. But yeah, uh, if you cowards still haven't followed me, time only five a week. I mean, what you? Hot. What you gain like ten followers on Twitter? Gained, You're up from like one sixty to one seventy. Wow, like, that's like that's twenty two followers. It's so oh, wow. it's so hard wow. to grow on Twitter. Oh, it is. It absolutely sucks. Like it's almost impossible. I had sixteen hundred followers. and clapped it. RIP woke Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Another it's one like, bites the dust. It's like Seriously. the uh, Antonio Brown video, the one that I posted at two point yeah. five mil. I got like twenty followers off of that. But if that was like Instagram or yeah. TikTok, you'd be you'd be zooming right now. You'd be out there. Is Ride the Wave ever going to get on TikTok? We're not on TikTok, are we? No, I thought uh, I thought Caden was going to do that. I don't know how TikTok works. Too old for that. Yeah, but I, who has I TikTok? Who has TikTok? I, I, have I don't. One, I have TikTok. I just, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I, I filmed a TikTok today uh, for the, my very first TikTok I ever filmed. My girlfriend, she's like a TikTok ambassador, so she gets paid per per TikTok. What? And she's like, yo, I need you to be in this video, like me and my friend, because she has to go to like a, an organization. So she just came to one of our meetings and we filmed a TikTok and I hate it. I, I want it off the Internet, but I guess it's kind of blowing up because <laughs> she's in. I'll send it to you. I don't really care. But yeah. That's funny. bad news, man. That's tough. But yeah, how was the combat? No, it was good. It was good. Um, Babs front of the bill for the whole thing. So I just had a vacation pretty much and uh, hey, went to Lucas Oil. Uh, scout a lot of these guys, a lot of, a lot of impressive stuff going on. Uh, shout out to Basie's downtown grill for having us. We did a live podcast from a bar, yeah, which that's was pretty cool. pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Shout out to that bartender at the end. He came in towards the end of the episode. Started <laughs> playing himself. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that was fun. Uh, but overall great trip and, uh, we'll see you back next year. I mean, Stafford, did you enjoy your time with me? How was I as a roommate? <laughs> you know, I, Tyler I wants to really know. The Babs casting couch will forever be an iconic image in room 304. <laughs> At that hotel. Uh, no, but the room situation wasn't bad. We each had pretty big beds, and they were separate. So that, that was the first step. <laughs> that was the first step. And, uh, you know, tons of Bud Lattes going around. It was, it was a good time. I'd be cracking the Bud Latte at, like, 11 in the morning. Yeah, but I was, getting, I was getting up really early every day, like 7 a.m. You just hit the pretend gym. you're at an airport because I feel like the airport is the only place you're allowed to drink, like, before 10 a.m. Yeah, 8 a.m. it starts. Yeah, that's that's, what, 8 a. that's, yeah, when, exactly. I, that's, that's what, what I started. Yeah, that's Babs, it, right Babs at 8 a.m. I exactly. had two Bloody Marys and a Bud Light before we got on the plane. <laughs> we, we, got, we got over there, and I was like, uh, can I have a Bloody Mary? And then she looked at the clock, like, I don't think we're serving. Like, oh, well, it's 8 o'clock right at the dot. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I planned that out on purpose. Oh, yeah, that was good. Which, that was a good plane ride. It was a good plane ride going there, coming back a little bit cramped. Cause it was oh, yeah, no. yeah, we, 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 Stafford story time here. I'm stealing Babs' thunder here. No, we, we get in the back of the plane. And we sit down, everything's going fine. And the, the guy in front of us starts kind of, kind of like twitching a little bit. I'm like, I'm wondering, I'm looking at Babs, like, is this guy okay? Well, we'll twitch a little bit. I'm like, oh, he's probably fine for he's not a big flyer. Uh, he and his wife go to the bathroom, they come back, like nothing like, fishy like that or anything. But uh-huh. they, they, they sit in their seat and we start like, you know, moving back, like just like on the wheels. And the guy starts freaking out, gets up out of his seat. And like the lady starts yelling, I'm like, sit down, you need to sit down, like we're taking off. And then this dude starts puking. Like, in this little plastic bag, just starts yuking. And it's like, but this is before we even take off. And then he, like, lays down in his wife's lap. 
and he starts like kind of curled up like like a fetal position. Like, dude, man up! Like, how how big was the guy? Was he a short dude? Is he? He was like a six foot. Like, he was like a normal like human being. Like, he was just like he was like forty years old. He's just freaking out, and then he puked again while we were taking off. And like his wife is just sitting there, like looking, like she has no idea what to do, stroking his head, and like he's like a child. We're all worried about the coronavirus, and this guy had Ebola on your plane. Seriously, (laughs) no, it was crazy. This guy was hyperventilating. He was just tweaked out in his seat, like it was not a good, not a good time. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna get on that coronavirus right here. The whole thing is just—it's what's a pandemic? Is that what it's called when everyone just starts drinking it? Pandemic. Yeah. Mass hysteria. Yes, it really is. It's funny going to the airports. Everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's all worried. Yep. You know what? It's you guys like what did, uh, my girl said this. We, we survived <laughs> Ebola before. We've yes. survived swine SARS. We survived Y2K. swine flu. Y2K. Y2K. <laughs> Jesus was supposed to come back and kill us all. Out. Remember 2012? For, the, for those babies out there, Y2K, people literally stocked up all the food that they could, all the batteries, all the water, thinking everything was going to shut down when it went from 1999 to 2000. But I digress on that. I think the Combine was a great time. It, uh, a lot of insight, all those little nuggets that I had. I got to call in to uh, Fitzy wanted me to come on WEI, so I got to call in for about 10 minutes on that. Uh, share some funny stories like Matt Ruel, Matt Rule or whatever, dripping fireball shots at the bar while the combine's going on. Another funny thing was Jerry Jones brings his own personal bus to the combine and we has saw all it. the all the players. Yeah, we saw it, and we had all the play, all the players go on there because he's worried that the rooms are bugged and that people are listening in on him. So just shows how senile well, no, he is. No, this is why we, the chef came out of the report saying he's talking about Des in the shower. That's why he was talking about him in the shower because they didn't want to get the <laughs> bugged room. Yeah. Um, and just like being able to see some of the players up close, just to hear say from things like, let's just say for the combine moving to LA, you know, we were told by some of the bar owners about that happening. Then when we go inside the combine, a sports management group that we've just seen like every single day, they have seminars and they actually mentioned about it too. So we kind of threw that out there cause it seems like it's going to end up happening. And just like the little stuff, you know, you're talking to scouts, staff members, you're hearing people talk. It's interesting. I, I definitely thought we had a good time it was a good learning experience and it makes me want to go back next year just because we see what we are able to do and how we can do it a lot better than this year now is it already set up for years in advance for it to be in indianapolis next year too or is it is it got a chance to be in los angeles as soon as next year it it has a chance as soon as next year what what we were being told kind of was that it's going to go up for bid i don't know when Mm -hmm. and then most likely that bid will end up going to l.a and the reasoning for that is it's just because of the prime time. Now it's, you know, at yeah. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Kind of like Reg- the Pro Bowl or something. Yeah, and Reggie, Wa- Re- Reggie, Reggie Wayne's complaint uh, said that the players and scouts are complaining that it's too late at night. And even some of the business owners are complaining because these guys would get out early and then they spend their time at night eating at some of the restaurants. They're losing some sort of business off of yeah. that too. Um, sure. I know our Indianapolis Colts fan – Mikey McColgan, Miss Sitter over there, soccer guy. He's he's a big Colts fan. He even said that he's been seen on Colts Twitter that they don't want the combine to leave for tax reasons. But what we were told was Indianapolis is not going to be getting really hurt from it. They hold conventions all year long. They're the third largest city to host conventions in the United States. They have the Indy 500. They have the NBA All-Star game there next year as well too. So, I feel that right. if if it moves, if it moves from LA next year, Indianapolis will get a draft. They said I was no about to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No to yeah, a no. Super Bowl. They don't want a Super Bowl. I have an idea. Uh, so, you know, we have Tyler coming on the show. Boston's Big Three is growing. It's a growing brand. Did our first live show from 
from a bar and everything. So I, I'm spitballing an idea here. So, Babs versus Matt Rule. Live bar show. Who could rip more fireball? That would be an Gosh. unbelievable show. Did, uh, did, did Babs ever end up running the 40? No, we they didn't, didn't have it. They, they didn't have it there. The ice, they didn't have it. I was looking for it. Yeah, well, when I'm out there, I, we're up to get a stopwatch and time you. I, I must you, say, I was disappointed with how the, the group managed us at the combine. It was They were definitely amateurs. It was their first time doing it, so I'll give them a little bit of a break. But the way everything was set up was just horrendous, honestly. like The, the yeah. way they, everything was set up, it was just bad. Like They, they were having a shush and uh, no recording or photos at the 40. First of all, everyone recording it anyway. It's streamed live on a dozen broadcasts yeah. on TV. And three, are, are people just going to be quiet during the games when they're running too? Like what, like, what are we talking about here? It doesn't make any sense. Got to start heckling them. Did you, like my be- did you like my bench press? No, I was ripping it over there. Yeah, you were pumping them quick. Yeah. You looked like you might, uh, might get burnt out a little quick there. Yeah, yeah, how much how heavy was that? Like six pounds? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was 225. That was, yeah. 25, that was not 225. Ounces? It was two plates in the bar. So what, what's that? 45 <laughs> times three. That's what it was. 135. That was 135. It was just ripping 135 like it was nothing. Nothing. That's fair. That's as Not- much. That's almost that. Uh, what's that guy from the Browns name? He got caught with more pounds of weed than <laughs> yeah. uh, bench press you were doing. We never really talked about that. That's a that's a ton. But anyways, uh, Stafford, over the weekend, I found out more ways to fix the XFL. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's hear him. So. You re like people really don't care about the teams. They're they're watching. Yeah. They want to see the league do well. They don't care about the teams at all. Like whatever. Like you, unless you're a diehard, I don't know, a single team's name, Guardians fan. You, you just want to see it be a fun league. You have to do the most absurd things. Like, like uh, what was I gonna say? Like you have like a sponsor come out if you want to like make money of this. Is like, eh. and here comes the the Kraft mac and cheese president. He gets the whip, like play quarterback for one play until like he, I don't know he just dies or something. Like you have to just have so much more fan involvement because people come through as like a spectacle. I don't know, just like light a guy on fire or something like that. Obviously oh, not to kill him, but just like like an NBA jam when you have like five dunks in a row, you start going fire. Like if you just have like a, a wide receiver's glove and you just like uh, catch like 10 balls in a row, you go to the sideline, you just light that thing on fire. So your hands on fire. You have to make this like, like theater. There's like the no concrete games. ideas, but you have to, you have to add the whole theater element to the sport. I agree with that. No, I, I think that's definitely something they should explore a little bit more. I've thought about this for way too long that I am proud of. Like, how am I going to fix the XFL for no one to Honestly, hear? Honestly, global ambassador. We got Taco uh, Ty Miller going to the XFL. Ooh, speaking of that, Babs. I already have an in with Taco. You have an in with Taco. By what's your end? I got a lot of tacos. Uh, I have an in with Taco, but you have an in with Taco Fall. Let's make the taco – the taco ties need to come together. We got Ty and Ty Law. We got Taco and Taco Ty. Yeah. Let's make these happen. <laughs> You know, let's let's just take one at a time first. Once we get we got to get Ty on first, and then we'll go from there. I think once we have that, we'll be able to uh, open up the door for other people to come on. Did you guys watch the Rockets League uh, Celtics? Oh, you know it. Were you guys? Wait, we were actually you know, in the car. Saturday. We were in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah. turned it on, and the first thing I said to him was that Marcus Smart's going to win this game for us. And towards the end, he actually almost did yeah. that fourth quarter. He was an absolute did- hero. One of the worst games the Celtics played all this year, and they were still in it. Like yeah. people are freaking out over this loss. I'm like, oh, you can't, you can't hit shots when it counts. I'm like, no, we can hit shots. We just we had a proof of it. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. 
no Kemba, and and it sounded like just because we listened to it, sounded like Tatum struggled most of the game too, and they missed a couple big free throws on the Celtics end as well. Yeah, he had an average game and only only scored thirty points again. <laughs> but still, yeah, like it just he missed. Yeah, <laughs> big shots he missed though. Yeah, he did. Jaylen yeah, Brown, Jalen Brown yeah. at the end he hits that. Uh, I will say the circus shot. That that free throw thing before he he intentionally Tatum intentionally missed. Uh, my friends from home came down. I'm like, Tatum's gonna hit this off the thing. Smart's gonna punch it out, and I didn't know it was gonna happen. No, way. it's exactly what happened. Tatum hit it perfectly. Smart's the guy you want well, there. He's just like wrestling out there. Up, and then Jalen Brown hits an absurd shot. Marcus Smart didn't even absurd er shot. Like that was unreal. The uh, the falling like basically just like uh, a third baseman throws the ball across his body as he dies. He shot a basketball like that, and it went in. Nothing but that. That's true. Yeah, fun stuff. And then I was out the game before that, uh, two games earlier. I was out in Portland for that game. That was a ton of fun. See, see the continued hot stretch for the Celtics and Jason Tatum as he continues to blossom into superstardom. Oh. Saw, saw him knock down eight threes in that arena out there in Portland. I was going to say, it, it's uh, a little off topic here, but going with that is that it's been absolutely nuts uh, the week that Ride the Wave Media's had. Yeah. Myself and Stafford at the Combine. You had the BWO, Lane, and Warrior on NBC for hockey. You know, getting a little BWO time. You've had Tyler Miller now going to viral since a global sensation. Taco time. Uh, I am referred had, to as Mr. Worldwide now. You had, <laughs> you, you had Brendan. You were over at the Celtics game in Portland. We had Dylan McDonald down yeah. there in Florida. And I think the biggest news this entire week is uh, Brendan's mustache is now blonde. You it's, bleached uh, it. Something. And, uh, what's going, what's, what's going on with that? It's something there. I don't know what's going on. I kind of look like, you know, the guy on the side of the KFC buckets when you get a bucket of chicken? <laughs> kind of like that, but I'm Asian. So he's the sergeant. He's, works. He's, he's the crispy colonel. That's yeah. Exactly <laughs> it's, it's unique. I'm probably going to shave it off pieces at a time because it's like <laughs> the little black parts are already coming in underneath the yellow parts. We need to we put this need- on a t-shirt too. We have some t-shirt ideas just running with it right now. Taco Time Miller. We got uh, Summer Brandon right over there. We got Christmas yeah. Time over here. Spring break's coming up. We got Bearded Babs. I just need something, though. Bearded <laughs> Babs now, too, yeah. No, I got I to gotta bail like halfway through the show, so I'm about to head out right now, but I just want to let, let the people know that the last four states I've been to, Massachusetts, Arizona, Oregon, and California, all have the corona, and it's not my fault. <laughs> it's coronavirus just is a marketing out. scheme made by other beer companies to shut down Corona. <laughs> to shut them down. You just Bring named it conveniently coronavirus. Yeah. Like what? What happened? The Budweiser virus is going around. Budweiser wouldn't yeah. have anything, or the McDonald's virus. Shut no. down. I'm woke. The, to the only Corona we got at the Cabela's. Uh, Think about how much money the the medical industry is making right now because of the coronavirus. People are probably just going to get checked in and saying, "Oh, I need to, I need everything. I need to check in." Oh, blah blah blah. This this. I don't know. It's like I said. Like, I work in a setting, a medical setting, and I just know that this is all. Yeah, Bab's actually a doctor. Plot I am a doctor, so <laughs> I just know that this is all bullshit. Uh, uh, and anything yeah. else there, Tyler, that you want to talk about? I'm looking for the questions real quick. Uh, how much did you change your Instagram name to Taco Time Miller? Yeah, dude, imagine. I have to. You have to now. Nah, I don't know you if have I have to. to. Can, uh, I just, can I just talk right now? Uh, oh, sorry. I hope <laughs> you guys were. I, did the, I do this a lot, and Stafford found this out when we were on the podcast. 
he'll talk, 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 and I don't pay attention at all because I'm just thinking about the next thing I'm going to say. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I'm like, did you talk about this yet? And you're like, and he's just shaking his head like, yeah, I said that, like, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is the only thing we get on our page. We get all these bots. Hi, Ride the Wave Media. Uh, winky face. Hi, Ride the Wave Media. Just a blank winky face. Another Hi, Ride the Wave Media. I like a great account. If you need a photo or video, send me my page. Uh, and then the only one, Pat's, Pat Signer 79. How big of a problem will the Celtics bench become during the playoffs? Celtics bench is going to shorten up come playoffs. Like You're not going to see the semi Ojales, the Carson Edwards of the world. What about uh, Robert Williams? The Ennis Can- yeah, Robert Williams is going to take all of Ennis Cantor's minutes come playoff time. Yeah. He's, he officially is back, cleared to play. I'm not sure. I think he might be. He's not even on the injury report no, uh, but anymore. Didn't they say that I just saw the tweet today that Kemba's probably going to be out tomorrow night, and then I think Tatum has an illness and Brown. Like two other players have an illness as well. They're going to be a little short-staffed their next game. I don't even know who they're playing yet. Uh, they are playing the Nets tomorrow. Nets. Nets and then a Jazz back oh, yeah, back, Nets. I believe. No Kyrie back in Boston. That's the second time he's missed it because it, since he's pretty much out for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. Like, seriously, though, uh, Kyrie Irving might be the like the gigantic bitch of the decade award. Like, might have to yeah. win that. Seriously. Like, out, out of everybody in sports, you hear LeBron going to Miami, and he received the most hate we thought possible on social media. And then Kyrie Irving does what he's done for the past, like, year. And he's become, like, the most hated figure in basketball. I mean, uh, I we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with Seymour and uh, me, him, and Brandon. The I'll tell you guys, the Kyrie Ir, uh, Irving slander is so stale. It, it's everyone's saying the same stuff for two years. Like, look, Kyrie obviously wasn't a fit in Boston. He he he'll never be looked at as the Celtics great. He'll be looked at as one of the worst fits in Celtics history. People keep saying the same, like, five, six comments, jokes, to the point that it is so annoying just to have to see the same, like, oh, he's ducking the Celtics. Oh, like, Kemba's better than Kyrie. All this stuff. Look, I'm not, I'm not vouching for Kyrie at all. But if we're going to just keep saying the same stuff over and over, like, as a fan base, you would just look like idiots. You have to come up with a new slant or just drop it and get ready to play him. It's, it's, it's dumb. Uh, just going to move on here. I have another question to just go through and something that we actually haven't talked about yet, too. Um, your boy CKEO80, you know, Tyler, the one that. Oh, my God. Is he the guy who won the jersey? Yes. He actually listened. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, you sent the most emails and instant messages that I've seen anybody send to my Literally to anybody. Bab. In the Literally, world. It was absolutely absurd. When Bab sent me the screenshots of all the messages, it was like 45 pictures. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Um, he said, after hearing what Brady actually said, do you think he's still gone? So this is actually something that came up this uh, past weekend. Brady and Edelman were at a Syracuse game. So there was a picture of them with Jimmy Fallon. There was a picture of him surfacing. Then the video came out where Edelman's saying, he's coming back, he's coming back. And then Brady looks over at him and kind of gives him a cringeworthy face. And then another video comes out that's even the extended version where Brady says, uh, I guess he, what did he actually say? That... What what is it? He's coming back, or what? What was the uh, quote that Brady said? He said he, Talk no, to me. Edelman said he's coming back. He's coming. Yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Well, what did Brady then, actually say? They panned to Brady, and Brady's kind of an awkward guy. I don't think oh, he looks really like he said I'm not right. He's just kind of a weird guy. He just kind of looks over like the slowest turn you can imagine, like this. And he looks at him. He's, he's just like shaking his head. He's like, nah, nah, nah. 
He's kind of yeah, shaking he, it off. He ended up saying he said he ended up saying the actual quote said he's got it. And what happened was Brady was talking to somebody off camera. So like someone asked him a question and then Brady was responding to that person. But everyone was going Do we like, believe the, that? The Laurel La- Yanny thing. Like, what is he saying? Like, what is it? Um and people thought he said he's not. No matter what, the old Brady thing is such a shit show. And I it know really that is. we keep spinning it too, because you know what? It it is what it is. It gives you something to talk about. But um wait for two weeks to come by free agency gums and he's officially gone from New England Patriots. He's not coming back. I don't see he's coming back, man. I, he's not coming I talk back. about this every single day here. Because every single day you hear like, oh, Patriots are done, Patriots are done. Yes, correct. Patriots are done. I still want Tom Brady on this team. Sorry. I I just see that he's going to get some offers. And here's the thing. it's Brady probably is set on coming back to the Patriots. And he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to get wind and dined. You know, I'm just going to hear things out. But I think one of these teams is going to offer him a fucking deal that he cannot refuse. They're going to throw it down and say, dude, we can pay you and we can bring all these people in for you and you can take it over. And it's going to be very, very enticing for Brady to be like, damn, like this is this sounds like something I kind of want to do and I might have to sit on. So I can't say he's fully into the Patriots right now. If he wanted to play with the New England Patriots, he would have already signed and said, nope, I'm not listening to any other offers. I'm going to stay here, $50 million for two years. He would have already signed it. They would already be working on what he needs what needs to get done to the Patriots. I think he's still giving that little small percentage a chance where the Vegas Raiders come in and say, they throw down three plans. It's like, these are the three plans we can offer you. And it's going to sound very interesting. He's going to go back to Belichick, and Belichick's going to be like, nah, we can't match that. Sorry, see you later. That, I think I- that's what's going to happen. I saw a tweet that uh, is actually kind of an interesting topic. Um, so the guy tweeted, I forget who it was. Um, do you really think that Brady's going to go to the Chargers, or the Raiders, where he'd have to face Pat Mahomes twice a year or, and fight for a wild card spot? But I looked at it this way. Brady probably wants to get as many shots up against Mahomes as he wants. I, like, I think those are that's leading exactly candidates. What, that's exactly what Stafford said, too. You get played twice a, twice a year. Brady yeah. wants that smoke. Especially losing the, especially losing to him last year, mm-hmm. he wants to play against him. So they already had that little rivalry going on. And all, and all these moron like fourteen year old iHeart Brady fa- uh, pages out there that, that, that that haven't been paying attention to football since like what twenty fourteen, they're like, oh my god, this makes all the sense of the world. Blah, 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 Tom forever, blah blah blah. Like I want Tom Brady back, but there's a realistic chance that he's going to, to leave the team. I I call it an even fifty fifty shot. So, so I got into a little 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 argument with somebody on Pat's perfect page the other day. Uh, Did you see that Stafford at all? Okay. So what happened was AJ green looks like he's going to get franchise tagged by the Bengals. They're making this, they're making this move because they're going to burrow and saying, Hey, we're at least getting you a veteran wide receiver. Now, if the Bengals do franchise tag him, that's like what 18 million on the books right there for one year. And it's kind of crazy for someone who's turning 32 years old to give him that amount of money. So then someone's like, no, this is such a smart move. They're franchising him so they can trade him away. I'm like, no team is going to want to trade for uh, uh, A.J. Green. 
you don't understand. You can restructure his deal and blah, blah, blah. It's like no team is going to end up doing that. The Bengals are pretty set on keeping A.J. Green for one year. And if you're A.J. Green, fuck it. I'm getting paid $18 million. I can ball out and be a free agent yet again and then leave and get another contract the next year. I think it's a smart move on the Bengals to say to Burrow, we're trying to give you as many weapons as we can right away so you come in here and you get a little bit comfortable. And, hey, you never know. A.J. could get comfortable with Burrow and say A.J. wants to finish off his career and stay there. Um, and that could happen long term. So the AJ I mean, Green to New England the, the, Patriots is done. It's over. And anybody that's coming out here, and I said this at, during the last weekend, is that oh, we should get digs and we should trade. The Pats don't have draft capital really to make a make a big splash trade. They have one first round pick, the twenty third, and no second round. And their third rounders are like basically fourth rounders because they're at the end of the third round, and plus because they have the two comp picks, and it goes in the fourth round. They're not going to be able to trade for all these top tier players that you think they can do. Realistically, Belichick's going to take that first round pick and probably just trade down to the second round and get an extra pick there, and maybe a top of the third round pick. Yeah, yeah. to be honest with you, I don't really understand where the AJ Green to the Patriots uh, stuff began because. We're at the combine, right? We would hear about really anything, like whether regardless if it's smoke or whether it's real, and we've heard nothing. Radio silence about that, so I don't understand how these kids are even making this stuff up in the first place. One thing I did hear that's concrete uh, at the combine was that during the interview with the Bengals, Joe Burrow said that he absolutely wants AJ Green on this roster to start the year, and that explains a lot about the franchise tag because AJ Green's not worth a franchise tag at this stage of his career. He's not. He's not going to cash in free agency regardless if he hits it. He's going to have a mid-level contract. And I think it's good because A.J. Green was, I believe, he was like the fourth overall pick in the 2011 draft. I only know that because I Wikipedia'd it. But it's good for someone that's been playing in Cincinnati his whole career that he can go to Burrow and say, look, like this is what the city has to offer you. This is what the fans are like. I think it's a good way to transition Burrow to make it not seem like, damn, I'm playing for some shitty-ass Bengals team. It's like, no, the city's ready to accept you, and you could absolutely be a star here. So, And like I said in my, my first mock draft, by the way, my second mock draft is dropping tomorrow. <laughs> Keep an eye out for that. I'll post a, uh, a template on Instagram for that, and then I'll have my full-depth analysis on the Ride the Wave Media uh, website. Uh, but back in my first mock draft, I, I listed out, that it's much different for Kyler Murray than it was for Joe Burrow this year. Murray came into an offense that was dormant, very few weapons. Joe Burrow's walking into an offense with Joe Mixon, one of the best running backs in the league, A.J. Green, now for sure he's getting franchise tagged, Tyler Boyd, uh, Tyler Eifert, a a decent offensive line if they keep uh, Cordy Glenn, but he's been being shopped right now. Um, It's a much different scenario. He's walking into a much better situation than Kyler Murray was. And the fastest guy ever at the combine, John Ross. And jo- well, yeah, well, John Ross is kind of a bum. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> he just can run fast. That's he it. can run fast, though. I'll tell you that. He can run fast. He can run fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, I will say too, just talk about the combine. I think Stafford killed it with all the podcasts we did. Stafford, I got another text message today from somebody, Justin Zolat, who runs the Nashville Fan Group Club, which hopefully we have him on. I told him we're gonna try to get him on after our Ty Law interview this week, and he was even saying. Yo, your boy Stafford killed it. I like to listen to all his in-depth analysis, so I'm glad that Stafford was there. You probably listened to me a bunch of times. Like, Babs has absolutely no, no, no idea what he's talking about, which is 100% true. But it was good that we had you come out. I think it was a good experience. And um, if you are totally into everything football and want to know the analysis of it, you better keep up to date on RideTheWaveMedia.com for Joe Stafford because he's going to give you all his mock drafts. I was talking to him in the car. 
and he was kind of, you know, flexing a little bit, said a couple years ago, what did you have, 15 right? I got uh, 15 right, and absolutely there's a 0% chance I'm getting 15 right this year. But you were flexing pretty hard about 15 right, so I think I said something along the lines of uh, – I, if you get like more than fifteen, I was gonna do something. Like I was you gonna get a tattoo I was, of my initials. Like, that's the last I thing. I think I was I gonna get a tattoo of your initials if you get more than fifteen right. And you already uh, get you one right. Here. You get Burrow. Yeah, you heard it here. You heard you this. Get Burrow. I'll get. I was the one who came up with this punishment or bet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe that was the other night. Yeah, I don't know. It was, yeah, I was on the. Uh, yeah, you just get JS or something like that. That was the like that would be so stuff. funny. Like compared to money, I would so much rather just have my initials tattooed on someone. It's so yeah. stupid, but it's so funny. It's forever. Um, uh, what happens if you don't again? What? What happens if you don't get them right? Nothing. Oh, no, that's gotta be something. There's no way we're getting 15 right. We have to, like, adjust that line here. The over-under's too high. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like, like minus, minus 500 that you don't get it right. Yeah, seriously. Well, um, let me just, let me just kind of go off a little bit, um, more about the Ty Law interview that's coming up this week. Um, for those that are unaware or you think that Babs is just blowing smoke up your ass, listen, I've been get, I've known Ty Law now for the last two years, two and a half years. It's absolutely bananas if you followed my journey. Um, right after the Super Bowl 52 loss, uh, I was trying to figure out different things to do. I found a Ty Law t-shirt. I put it on my IG. And at that time, I only had like 3,000 followers. I made everyone tag Ty Law because I found his Instagram. He actually reached out to me. Said he wanted it. We started DMing. Brought me down to launch. Gave me his gave me his phone number. We started talking. We built a relationship. Now I don't bug him all the time. Just we stay friendly over the last couple of years. Uh, made that strong push for him for the Hall of Fame last year. T- hashtag tie for Hall of Fame. And his family was so awesome and so grateful to have me come come out on before the Super Bowl to celebrate with him. Was out of Canton celebrating with his family and everything like that. Uh, I just remember, uh, you know, T-Guns came, Dito came, we brought Wes Hogan there, and I just remember standing there and just being like, I'm at a pro football Hall of Famers, you know, celebration, and it's just kind of pinching myself. Um, You know, Ty's been such a busy guy. That guy grinds. He's now part part owner of V1 Vodka, which we'll be getting more into now over the next couple weeks and months and years of of being here. We're really glad that we can be able to partner up. And same thing with Launch Trampoline Park. There's going to be some things that we're going to try to do with them as well, too. But now that time has – things are starting to simmer down a little bit. Ty is such a busy guy. Um, Like I said to Stafford, I said it's time to shoot our shot. Let's try to get him on big three. The guy responds to me right away and – we ended up having a little phone call yesterday to kind of confirm things. And I explained how we're going to do it. What we're going to do for those that are listening is just we're going to record a conversation, a little interview, one-on-one, two-on-one, three-on-one, whatever it ends up being. We're going to record it. And then we're going to slide in, slide it into our next podcast. And let me just tell you that Ty is not just going to be a one and done for our podcast. He's going to come on numerous times. Um, and I think that he understands the value to us in terms of Boston's big three, this is fucking huge. And I really think that people are somewhat underestimating this because this is a three time Super Bowl champ. This is one of the three out of one out of three people uh, from the Patriots organization that's in the Hall of Fame right now. The next guy that's going to go into the Hall of Fame that played with the Patriots is Rob Gronkowski if he stays retired, and then Tom Brady, and then Belichick, and then Kraft, and that will all come. Um, you know, this is this is big for Boston's big three. This is big for Ride the Wave Media. 
And, you know, Ty also knows this is awesome, too, because this is giving him a platform for him to speak some of his uh, of, of some of his thoughts. Uh, I want to obviously know about the Tom Brady situation and what he has. He had a little funny combine story when we're talking, so I know Stafford and Ty will be able to talk about that as well, too. Mm-hmm. And I just I just can't wait. If you have – make sure that if you're listening, we have it posted on our Boston's Big Three Instagram. If you want to ask a question, make sure you follow Boston's Big Three on IG and ask your question. And every single time that we know that we're going to have Ty Law on, we're going to make sure we post it and have people – Give people the opportunity to have them ask questions to Ty. Yeah, uh, my private Instagram, uh, Joe Stafford Three, also has a uh, question thing up right now. So if you if you follow me, you can also ask on that page as well. I have but no I, idea what I'm going to ask Ty Law. I yeah. bring nothing to this table. <laughs> the only thing I bring to this table is that hey, my name is Ty. Uh, what else? My, my name is Ty. My, cousins, my mom's cousins and stuff. When I was growing up, they called me Ty Law because it sounded like Tyler. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I like Ty Law. Like. Uh, I think it's gonna be kind of cool. Here, when here's, are we? I, I'm gonna. I might just try to get out of class for that interview. I'm not here's gonna here's the thing. Um, it's a lot of like going. I I actually have to message him now because I've been trying to get him set up for the Briar Group with six string. We're trying to get some V1 vodka in there, and hopefully that that's gonna that's gonna work out. We're supposed to have a meeting Wednesday. That just got pushed back like the second I just hopped onto this podcast. So now I'm like, that's why I'm on my phone doing shit. Um. Wednesday, I'm I'm thinking about eleven o'clock in the morning is when we're probably gonna end up doing it with him. I gotta I just gotta confirm with him. Just be ready. That's all it is. Is just be ready to go. I have a uh, class work- eleven to twelve, and then work at one. So I'm gonna try to move some stuff yeah. around. We work we work around his schedule. I mean we yeah, can't. Exactly. You know that's it. But what's great with Ty, you know he's not really tech savvy. We do as you can tell. We do this stuff on Skype. He's gonna be able to come on at the drop of a dime. Free agency hits. Tom Brady stays or leaves. Hey, Ty, do you mind hopping on? Let's get this going. That's going to be awesome. Um, and, that's, and, and the thing with Ty Law, just to get in to know him over the last couple of years, is that he's just so fucking laid back, man. Like, he's going to tell you how it is. Like, he ain't going to just – he's speaking for himself. He ain't speaking for some corporation. He's not speaking for some media company. He's just telling you what it is. So that's what's great about having him on. Very well-connected guy, too. If things go well for Boston's big three, if things go well for us, I bet we can get a couple more bigger names on there. Uh, he flexed on me a little bit and said that he knows Dwayne Wade personally because Dwayne Wade wants to get in with the V1 Vodka and he wants to expand that nationally. So if Boston's big three and ride the wave and to all of our <laughs> listeners out there, V1, if you're over 21, 21 over, V1 Vodka is where it's going to be at and we want to push the fuck out of that and make it the number one selling vodka in the New England area. Can we do it? You gotta yes, start we drinking. Can. You gotta start <laughs> drinking. So let's let's get it out yeah, there. I mean, yeah. these, these bodies, uh, bottles aren't gonna empty themselves. No. Uh, any final questions? We're gonna kind of keep this shorter. So, uh, Tyler, we do you like that uh, text I just sent you? Yeah. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt, boys. Raise some money for Taco Bell. We we got we got some t-shirts coming on the way. Don't don't you worry about it. We we oh, got yeah. a we got a, got a graphics team already on it. There we go. Uh. I don't think I really plugged this in the beginning of the show, but I should start doing it. Follow Boston's Big Three Instagram. Uh, we're going to be posting some original content from there, mostly clips from the show. We have uh, Stafford making the longer videos, Dito making the memes, uh, I don't know, me just posting them, Babs being Babs, Brandon being Brandon. We're all just a working uh, machine. Kind of wild yeah, that no, this, this I, started I with me, you, Babs, me, you, and Corey. We started this in, what, July or something because Corey called me. One day, and then I said, hey, what are your thoughts about a podcast of Babs? 
Now it's kind of here. Now we're about to have Tyler on the show. I think that is crazy. I so think thank that's you. Huge. Genuinely and thank you to the people who listen. It's going to be our 40th episode when we have him on there. And I think it's what's been great over the time of doing this is that, yeah, like we might not have the best audio or the best video out there, but you know what? We have the chemistry that's been building. And what's going to be cool is we have our first major guest is going to be Ty Law. And I think that if you know Babs and you know Tyler Miller and some of the people that we have at Ride the Wave, we have connections with other athletes and stars. And to be able to have That's Ty true. Law as our first guy, and we can use that and say, hey, why don't you come on? Look how a relaxed environment this is. We've had Ty on before. And um, I know that we will get Dietrich Weiss down the line, too. That's been talked about. I just haven't really pursued it yet. I wanted to wait a little bit longer. Um, some conversations will be more open and others won't be depending on who's on there but it's awesome this is great and um i want to shove this down everyone's face everyone's throats and just say we got ty law what do you got you got nothing all right it's officially time for rather with me to define me like its own thing we have, we have taco time Miller now we have bearded babs we have the crispy colonel brandon watabi like try to just grow my hair out and be Joey Flosky or something. Like I need to figure something Joey out. Flows. Joey flows. Joey flow. Joey Subway. I don't yeah, come it's... to us. They try to give me some trash typical Ty nickname. That was stupid. Joey, I heard. <laughs> Talk I heard about Ty's a strong one. Joey Footlong. We got yeah. We got Joey Footlong. We got Joey Mobile. We got Joey Worldwide. We got a lot of stuff cooking. You got to figure it out. <laughs> All, All right. right. Any final thoughts? Not, State, uh, not really a basketball school anymore. We're not to number 20, but people aren't yeah, going to talk right. about that. You're a you guys aren't, school. I mean, you guys aren't even a taco school anymore. <laughs> I mean, there there are plenty. There is a, a Chipotle, a Cadoba, and a Moe's all within a baseball throw of each other. I don't know they, why we don't spread they these conspired out. <laughs> against, they conspired against Taco Bell. I think you need to investigate this and say that those three companies came together to shut Taco Bell down. Yeah, I'll just start start something on the uh, the Penn State streets. But this is Tyler episode. Miller is a social justice warrior. He is for the people. Yeah, I'm I'm doing this for the greater good, folks. Uh, this has been episode 39 of Boston's Big Three. Thank you for listening once again. We appreciate everybody who listens. Numbers are starting to grow, dude. We're getting we're getting a fan base. So uh, I haven't, I haven't seen any analytics whatsoever. I have no Brandon, idea. Brandon, where are you at? Literally could have just lied. But anyway, <laughs> no, I think we get we get about like forty to fifty a show, which isn't terrible. Considering I've, if you, I've if you, seen you, more than that. I've yeah, seen. Yeah, I'm saying on average we get about forty to fifty a show. Yeah. But when you put forty and fifty people in front of you, that's a lot of people that care about what we got to say. So we appreciate the people listening uh, more than we say. Like we should probably thank you guys a little more. I don't know. You dedicate an hour of your week or something to us. A bunch of bozos hitting the, hitting the mics, the ones and twos. But we will be back next episode with Ty Law. Ty freaking Law. Cannot wait.